can see we're still having tea. Hey guys, welcome back to Craft Tea episode 27. Uh, we have no guests this week. We are in uh, crunch time for the expo, so this is probably going to be a shorter, sweeter, maybe not on the sweeter side, because I'm kind of stress anger driven this week. <laughs> we'll get this through week. it, right? Yeah, definitely extra this week. But I have this big pile of articles here that we could we, we could read and react to. Superimposed steam coming out of my ears throughout the episode. I don't think we have to superimpose it. <laughs> anyway, in Liu, 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 in Liu. Who's Liu? Liu is our guest that's not here. Of Lou, I have printed out all of these really fun articles, which I have a feeling some of them are probably the same article rewritten, but we're going to see what all these people have to say about glitter. Those are pretty wordy. Well, I'll make it quick. Ahem. Just kidding. <laughs> this is going to be the longest episode. Why do you got to be mean? You just, <laughs> you just read it in the most uh, monotone voice possible, too. Do you want to go? Kind <laughs> of. Go on. Because you're going on my nerves. All right. This one is The Surprisingly Dark Story of Glitter. And I have not pre-read this. I just kind of like glanced at it. But I'm not going to make you guys sit through this whole thing anyway. By you guys, I mean this guy. So, let's see. Where do we start? There's a popular theory among psychologists that humans love, that humans love of glitter stems from an attraction to anything that sparkles. Oh, I like that. Which is delivered, or never mind, <laughs> derived from our innate need of for fresh water. Our appreciation of aluminum, metalized, not even going to try that name. I do understand now why we call it polyglitter, because that is quite the two words right there. Polyethylene terapithylate. Polyethylene terapithylate. That's it. That's exactly what this says. That's because I know what we sell. I know what we sell, but <laughs> you just said those two words, and I cannot even repeat them to you. I'm not the glitter guy for nothing. You just interesting things this man's saying. Anyway, I don't know about that water comment, but anyway. Well, the water thing is because of the shimmer of the water. That's what they're trying to say. I mean, that's I feel stretch a little bit, but you know, whatever. I, I understood, hey, whatever, the, ref whatever I understood what the reference it, right? was. No, this was in 2018. I don't think uh, AI was a thing back then. No, AI was just not popularized yet. I don't know, but I wish that I clicked on this one right here because it's not a link anymore. How to get glitter off your face, a 10-part documentary. Uh, I bet you the answers are you don't, you can't. <laughs> that was just like the... Um, news lady and i should absolutely know her name but uh you know the news lady that was here and asked how do you get glitter off your hands and we both at the same time immediately said you don't little pound cake in 2018 says but while glitter is made disposable by design it's not actually physically disposable the particles are made from a plastic film coated in aluminum and it takes hundreds of years to completely biodegrade I don't really think that a lot of people are putting their glitter in the dirt, especially people that I know, because they're literally picking it every little flake up off their table. Fossil fuels, blah, blah, blah. This one's stupid. You're not supposed to print the negative articles about glitter. 
listen, sir, I was on short time supply this morning because I felt you breathing down my neck to get me out of this. So I actually have a question. So what are some responsible ways to deal with glitter? Can you recycle it? Like, or like, do you just put it in your waste bin? Like, how do you even deal with that? This doesn't even have to be on the show. No, but that's a really good question. I don't know how to recycle glitter. Well, I guess it gets used in crafts. So. That's a, so like, yeah, I mean, it just doesn't. It, it just, I think that's part of the argument, but it's just one of them things that just, you know, yeah. you, you like when they're done at um, Mardi Gras, you know what I mean? And they sweep and they sweep the streets afterwards and stuff like just all into I'm pretty sure that's going right to the right in the receptacle. Yeah. All right. Well, I got one for you. 30 mystery industries that are the largest buyers of glitter. Number one, definitely didn't see this coming, and I sell glitter and often look these things up. The U.S. government. Explosives. Oh, fireworks. Yeah, that makes sense. Micro-tag-tagons? Micro-tagons? What's a micro-tagon? I'm not looking at that, so I can't... I'm not even seeing the word to get the context or anything. Hmm... You thought I said the word wrong, didn't you? Now you're thinking I said it right. Well, no, it's it says micro taggins, yeah, like you said, but micro added to all commercial explosives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simple to batch trace on site after the detonation using only a microscope. That doesn't. I mean, I guess oh, commercial. So it's it basically leaves a glitter fingerprint in explosives. It's actually super interesting. Says use dynamite for legal purposes and leave evidence as clear as a fingerprint. Law enforcement probably doesn't want this fact circulating. So like, you know. That's actually really interesting. So it wasn't fireworks. It's literally like. That'd be fun to get get like a, a, a like a bomb squad on a, like rep on Crafty to talk about that. You know what I mean? Like Chris, how note, they use that, the, note that down. The, un, the unorthodox like uses of glitter in the field. Law enforcement this week. Use dynamite for illegal purposes and leave evidence as clear as a fingerprint. A glitter fingerprint. So if anyone out there was thinking about detonating uh, um, explosives illegally, they're going to get your fingerprint. Number two is missing. There's no number two. Darn. Anyway, number three. I also I did know this, but I kind of forgot about it. Toothpaste. There's an article here. It confirms that Crest toothpaste has glitter. The article says people got mad about the specific plastic they were using around the time this was published in 2014. I remember this because I was working for a dentist and we were doing those deep gum cleanings. And that is the first time I learned that there was glitter in toothpaste. And that you, the, the hygienist can actually see it sometimes in between your gums. Like in the plaque? Mm-hmm. That's like bedazzling your... Uh... Tooth decay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> the math seems to add up too, though can only get rough estimates. Dude, what a marketing move by I them. took the number of units sold by of Colgate and the ratio of their sales to Crest, as well as the amount of toothpaste per tube to estimate that Crest makes 4.4 times 10 to the 7th power pounds of toothpaste per year. I don't even know what that math problem is. Uh, assuming 0.1% of toothpaste is glitter, 
they're buying 4.4 thousand pounds of glitter it's per year. Million? Didn't see a number in the article of the volume is of it? biggest sales, okay. but since they're a minimum of 10 million? pounds. Or 4.4 billion. Yeah, uh, no. It is... To the seventh power should be... Decimals get ready to get to. 10 to the seventh power, because to the sixth... 120 million. Yeah. And this was just the U.S. sales. Number four. But they put that in there so that it like kind of artificially makes your smile sparkle. I think it it's, makes the toothpaste literally look more attractive. I honestly think that it's to leave somewhat of a glitter residue on your teeth afterwards so that when you smile in the mirror, you get a little... Shimmering. Wow, that toothpaste really made my brightened up my smile. We're going to have to circle back to this, you guys. We're going to do our research and do a part two on the crest. Till death do us part, number four. To toothpaste. We'll do a toothpaste comparison video. Great. <laughs> I'll go ahead and confirm for you that the funeral industry, as far as I know, and I have very knee-deep knowledge of the funeral industry, is not buying any glitter. Edit. Elbow deep may have been a better term. And while there are definitely some caskets that are painted with an automobile glittery sort of paint, I don't think that would use glitter. Glitter is typically glitter scents. See, they don't understand. The only large source of potential glitter I can think of would have to be embalming fluid. And I'm 99.999% sure there's no glitter in embalming fluid. So why do you even put that as number four? Yeah. One, so it is in caskets or it's not? And two, they said, well, it is, but it's only in like kind of paint. like metal flake paint, but like that's glitter. We went over that. So they don't, they don't know what they're talking about. Number five, cars no and trucks. I like this article. Cars and trucks was a given. Guys, metal flake is glitter. Metal flake is glitter. Glitter is metal flake. They're the same. You guys have glittery cars. Almost everyone has glittery cars, really. Number six, master batches according to a glitter production company. The main use of aluminum glitter is in the industrial production and processing of plastics, where they are used in the production of master batches. Various parts of everyday household appliances are made from plastic materials produced using master batches, like vacuum cleaners, coffee machines. I'm curious how glitter actually plays a part in that, but I guess the same way in, in like a car. Yeah, just like any, any of it. You just see the shimmer in the plastic. It's because glitter was added to it when it was put in the mold. This is all a wooden. All I hear is wooden, so I don't hear a they do. Is this whole article of a if? These are ifs. They sound like ifs to me. Ironic with all of the stuff uh, happening in New Jersey and stuff, but New Jersey does have the biggest or what I assume is the biggest glitter manufacturer right here in the state that's actually pretty close to us, and we got to go there. We got to call him up and ask him if he'll come on our podcast. I bet he would. Mm, I doubt it, actually, at this point. Why? What, we've, what we are is competitors to them now. No, we'd be buyers. We don't make glitter. That'd be fun, though. We could make glitter. We have the machine to make glitter. Well, guys, I really wanted to talk about glitter in different areas and see what you guys kind of thought about how glitter was made and stuff. But let's steer this back to current events for the for TGG, shall we? Because we do have the expo coming up, and I don't even want to think about how many days it is. How many days is it? Eight. Eight. Uh, 
Eight days. We have been planning this since basically since January. January? We started last October. You'd think we started four days ago. I started in January. I didn't really, because that was you got, you and Sean really. Yeah, I've been making constant trips, trying the, uh... to build the website, making listings, making the floor plan, gutting the floor plan, making the floor plan, gutting the floor plan, making the floor plan. It's been great. They've been making it super easy on us. Oh, yeah. We've had to change our layout a bunch of times. But I think that this is all for the better, though, because when we booked it at the showboat, they were going through some major changes that we could not have possibly seen. I mean, at one point, I thought that they were going to cancel us. Remember? Would have been nice. No, it would not have been nice. Imagine regutting your whole floor plan for, like, the next place. There would have definitely not been another place. We gonna make the best of it. You just got me now. Which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. I do talk a lot. I don't necessarily know if I talk about all the best things in the world, but we're gonna figure it out in this episode. Maybe we'll go down to 100 viewers. <laughs> Although I do agree with Jason, this whole 30... What is it? 30 mystery industries that are the largest buyers of glitter... It's kind of BS. Where, I mean, where was I even at? Rocket fuel. I am very curious to know about that one. Chemtrails. The cling ability. Drop large amounts of glitter at high altitudes. What might cling to it? Water molecules? And that would create clouds. And it would not be recognizable as glitter. That doesn't even sound right. But dollar bills was number 12. So that one we know is accurate. You guys know that. Clean bodies, soap. I do believe it's in soap. That does say, I think. So obviously this person reading this article was over it by the time he got halfway through. <laughs> 15 doesn't even have a, a headline. It just says, you'd see something is, t the you'd see something is telling. It suggests that glitter is visible, but you can't immediately tell it's glitter. I don't even know what that one is about. Glitter could be ground into a fine powder. We know that. It's called twinkle. Oh, silver-colored glitter. That is what twinkle is. Da-da-da-da-da. I guess this one's talking about just grinding it up in the powders and putting it in, like, spray paint and makeup, which is kind of a cheat because they already said makeup. I got to find another list for another episode. Uncovering the secret. Ooh. Please don't be boring. Gas and aroma barrier properties finally made me think it could be deodorant. I'm curious. I wish that they would have given us the list of things that they went off of to make this list. I think that would have been more interesting. Number 17 is Disney. This one, I believe. I don't believe it's all the way down on 17, but I do believe it's on the list. Should see their stock rooms. Folks talk about asbestos. I can say that word, but asbestos. not when I read it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a tongue twister. Asbestos being a hazard if they ever toured Disneyland down in W... Because everything's cut off. Something, something, and all glitter removed. Ha. Anything imploded there would probably end up with glitter plumes covering the western United States. So I guess they're trying to say Disney has a big room full of glitter, and I'm trying to see that. Whoa. Ooh, 19. I did know this one. Identification cards. 
And it's funny because I was just looking at my passport before I left because it was on my dresser. And I'm like, is that my current passport or is that my old one? Let's try to keep tabs on it. Shouldn't probably be left over my dresser, but whatever. Legal identification, like passports and driver's licenses. And they can't say so because it would compromise security if the people were making fake documents new. Oh, well, this guy just told them or this person. I don't know if it's a guy. It doesn't say. Oh, it's a girl. Melanie Van Derver. All right, Melanie. The one about the beaches, I totally believe that. There's definitely beaches out there that I could believe someone's out there sprinkling, maybe not glitter, but some kind of shimmery type thing to make their beaches look better than the beaches next to them. That's probably true to make it brighter and and they, they must have additives, but I feel like if it was, man, if it was too much, somebody would catch on like, but it's just enough. Yeah. And people could be catching on and we just don't know about it. I mean, glitter is something that I'm always looking for. If I see something, any kind of article or whatever, a headline and it says glitter and I'm clicking on it. Not everyone's doing that because they're like, you know, looking for dirt. That's not the first thing on their mind. They might not even stick out to them. So we're going to, I don't know. I'm going to have to dig into this uh, metal and beach thing. Yeah. See if they're taking us for a fool. Now, now I'm going to be like paranoid everywhere I look. I'm going to be like, is that glitter? Are you trying to just dazzle me with glitter? Are you? (laughs) Exactly. Number 21, medical industry. Really late here, but what about the medical or pharmaceutical industry? I know there are devices inserted in the bodies made of all kinds of surprising metals. And I think people would be pretty weirded out to know there's some, to some degree, implanted with glitter. No way. I don't buy that one. I'd have to have a reason why, like, not because that's not something you care to, to see what it looks like or anything. You don't care what the, the outside looks like. I'm curious if this is true, which it could be very fake because this whole article sounds kind of like, yeah, <laughs> what has it got to do with it? Right. Cleaning products. A quick Google search turned up the following Glitterex product, among many others, unconventional yet widespread glitter solutions. This one I definitely believe. Also, Glitterex is a company, is the other company in Jersey that manufactures glitter. Oh. And it's one of the ones in this pile of articles that would not tell the interviewer where, or no, no, it wouldn't tell the person interviewing them who the biggest buyer of glitter from them was. It just, sh- they shut her down real quick. Well, that's what I keep, I mean, I keep finding similar things as I'm like just researching as you're talking about it. Nobody seems to know. I think it's toys. Like Mattel. Which we know, I think we said on, if we didn't say it on a previous episode, we do know that they import their glitter from the U.S. to China because they want a certain quality item and then have their toys manufactured there. And I'm not necessarily sure it's China. It could be any country. Yeah. But they import it out. That I do know. Well, I think some of the cheapest manufacturing labor is in China. So that oh, would yeah. make sense if Mattel would... But to import it from the U.S. into China, it's crazy. It's right from uh, Meadowbrook. Yeah. Oh, is it from them? And they're in New Jersey, right? Yeah. It's they're right up there, like, 40 minutes up the street. That's nuts. I just Googled... Uh, now, that's interesting. I don't know if you knew this. You probably did. When I Googled largest glitter manufacturers in New Jersey, the first one was Meadowbrook, but then it was you guys. 
No. Pretend it's a manufacturer. Ooh. Yeah. Google Ooh. said that? Yeah, Google said that. It just did. Nice. Yeah, the glitter guy. I'm going to skip number 25 because I do agree with Jason about this whole microplastics thing, but that is number 25. Da 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 da. <laughs> anyway, I really just don't buy it on that. 26, hitting the slopes. Ah, oh, this is going to go right with the beaches. Ski resort put glitter into their snow machines so that manufactured snow appears more glittery and more magical. I do actually buy that one. Yeah. But I'm curious uh, because I've said this before, even on this episode, glitter can be made from so many products. We have glitter made from plants right in this building. Yeah. You can literally make glitter out of anything. I mean, you just chop it up and, and let it shimmer. So I wonder... I'm gonna have to follow up on some of these. What kind of glitter do you put in your snow, guys? I was gonna ask, what what makes it glitter? Does all glitter have to sparkle? Is there matte glitter? What? Yeah. So then I guess all glitter doesn't glitter. Guys, we're gonna have a lot of research for another episode because what makes glitter glitter? And I'm gonna have to line up some really good guests for this. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm ruining your podcast. No. Is, is large? What's the difference between glitter and confetti? Like, I know confetti is paper, but isn't it the same process to make, like, all these shapes? And is glitter just small confetti, and is confetti just large glitter? Maybe it is the material, mm. like the thin paper. I was going to say maybe it has to be some kind of plastic, but we make it out of plants. Right. Oh, man. The world is just... The is there glitter confetti? Because then that would take out my other argument, which would say the sparkle. Right. Oh, we got so many questions. I need to find the right guests to ask these questions to. And if the right guest happens to be listening to this very awkward episode of Craft Tea, please drop your information in the comments so me or Chris can hit you up for a future episode because I'm really curious. I want to do more episodes about glitter, where it comes from, how it's made, all of that other stuff. And I do understand that this might sound like a backfire for a company like mine because microplastics is kind of a uh, issue for some people, but I say some people and I literally just mean uh, people on TikTok and you know, it is what it is. But- uh, What don't they have an issue with? <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as they're saying. Like, I don't know. But anyway, I'm gonna find some guests for that. Cause I'm really interested about all these glitter questions we have. I only have a few more left in this list. You guys, I feel like we should just see this whole list out. There's like four more. 27, anti-counterfeiting. So is that gonna say money again? So glitter has a property where it can be traced back to what batch it came from. I don't buy that one bit. I, I would bet it's used as an anti-counterfeiting measure. If glitter can't be replicated, it would be perfect to use in money. It would be secretive and there is a lot of paper money in the world. So, that's, I mean, that's kind of one, cheating, and two, I don't buy it because now you're just saying about glitter and money. Melanie, I'm gonna need you to redo this article. 28, tin roof rusted. It look, it's hard to overlook exactly how much glitter is used in and around the immediate environs of the love shack. This one's so weird. One needs only, <laughs> She must have got real weird because this is, I know I'm a bad reader, especially, you know, in, in front of people, but uh, 
One needs only visit the place to see it's simply everywhere. Glitter has been observed on the front porch, in the hallway, and even on the mattress. She's been to my house. <laughs> it sounds like she's literally been yeah. to my house. All right, uh, this one doesn't even make sense. I think that she got really desperate at the end. Her boss said you have to make a list of 30 uh, people that buy glitter and she couldn't come up with 30 because some of these are repeats. Tin, rusted, tin roof rusted, I'm not buying it. 29, fracking. It's used in fracking and gets pumped into the ground. They use different colored glitter to be able to, co to connect a drill hole project to unpredictable runoff downstream. Well, I do kind of buy that one, but I don't completely remember what the hell fracking is. I think I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Number 30, you guys made it through the list with me. Painting the road. Reflective road paint. Don't know why they'd want it to be a secret though. And that's where they end the article. <laughs> really? Road? Well, you do see, uh, you know, some of the yellow lines in the road are reflective. Mm-hmm. I could I, definitely buy that one. I don't know. No, I guess that's a different material that they use in like safety jackets and stuff. Is that, that's not glitter. It could I be. I'm asking that question. No, it could be. Yeah. I mean, there's heat transfer, glitter, and all that stuff, and I'm pretty sure, like, most of those things are manufactured by people that you wouldn't even think of, and we've gotten the uh, the ability to have met some people that manufacture things that I never even thought where it came from or that a person made it, like uh, road signs, you know what I mean? Like, now that we're printing all of these things and stuff, we're, you know, Social media is offering me other accounts of people that do things similar to us because I'm Googling vinyl, I'm Googling ink, I'm talking to, you know, the manufacturers about my printer and stuff. So I've come across a lot of TikToks and Instagrams of people that make the stop signs, people that make the, the road signs, like the, you know. Oh, yeah. I just thought maybe, I don't know, PennDOT made them all. Yeah. Is it PennDOT everywhere? No, because that's Pennsylvania. I think, yeah, I think they make... Everyone has their own road crew name, I suppose? Or is it all PennDOT? I don't know if by legislation it's only them, but... Your version of PennDOT, guys. <laughs> Whoever they are, I just assume they all make all of these signs and stuff. But no, I mean, I don't know if they're outsourced everywhere or just where I'm finding these TikTok accounts, but I thought that was pretty cool to watch these guys, you know, print and make these huge signs. And I'm like, oh... I can make them too. Call me up. What else do we got that's interesting? This one looks long. I don't know about this one. Less glitter. More glitter, less Twitter. Oh, this was 2017. This one's definitely about... This one's definitely about makeup glitter. And I do not get into makeup glitter as much as we really want to although it's kind of ironic because um glenn allen who does a lot of shows for hbo he uses our glitter on his models and that still blows my mind because he's like a he's like a big thing i mean he's he's an award-winning makeup artist and he tags the glitter guy in his stuff <gasps> i want him on an episode of crafty he, I mean, he does, uh, he, I actually only really see him do drag makeup, but that is 
makeup. No one does makeup more than drag. That is beautiful and sparkly and you guys look up Glenn Allen because he uses our glitter on makeup. I don't enjoy telling people to use our glitter for makeup because I just haven't gotten to dive as far into all that stuff as I really want to. Meaning like how far can you put it near your eye? I don't want to be the person to tell you that stuff. Well, Glenn Allen might be the one. It's, you know, That's the top of the industry. We're going to have to talk to him because I think he's going to have a lot of good information for us. So this is like, you know, we're brainstorming together, guys. This is a, one of those different kind of episodes. Why some articles, they asked um, the Glitter X company how to get the best way to get glitter off your hands. And the first thing that they said was soap and water. And I don't know, I beg to differ on that one. I would say don't wet the glitter at all costs. Yeah. I've I found that to be true. Do, like did brushes, you? Brushes like have worked for me. Yes. Like using a brush, even though that can irritate your skin, like if you keep scraping. And they did say um, dryer sheets, which I do agree with because when i first started selling glitter i don't even think we told this story before but uh we were doing the glitter in the shed and if you guys are in new jersey or most anywhere on the east coast you know there is so much humidity over here <laughs> so uh one day when it was raining it got really uh there was a lot of moisture in the air obviously it was raining and i didn't want to stay in the shed by myself because jason was on storm and it's dark out there and you know monsters so i brought all the glitter in the house so i'm bagging it the one day the next day i'm bagging it and i noticed that these bags because we were doing two ounces in a plastic bag but there was a lot more what seemed to be a lot more glitter in the bags than yesterday it's a different color so i don't know maybe that's it but also it's falling taking longer to fall out of the funnel and it's getting stuck so i'm noticing all these weird things it seems like like it puffed up overnight i don't know I don't understand what this is happening to this glitter. This was six years ago, Neil. I couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, I think there's moisture in it. Can moisture go in glitter? These are all the things that I'm thinking to myself and I'm alone in the house. I'm like, can moisture go in it? And if it can, how do you get it out? Cause it's in there. It's like that. It was ectoplasm that I was doing. Okay. I like, I could never get this out of my head. So I started doing all my research and moisture can absolutely absorb into glitter. Um, and I'm like, well, I mean, if there's moisture in my cell phone, I'm going to throw my cell phone in a box of rice and leave it in there overnight. Can't put rice in glitter. How am I going to get it out? How else do people get moisture out of things like glitter? So I'm, and there's no article back then to, this was 2018, to figure out how to get moisture out of glitter specifically. Um, I deep dove into so much research on this and of course those little packets that you guys get in like purses and shoe boxes and stuff came up but i didn't have those also i'm not really sold that that would work for the amount of glitter that i had i felt like i was gonna have to get a whole lot white bread that's what works that's worked. that's what google said white bread okay. specifically so i'm like all right so i went to walmart got the cheapest white bread i could and i brought it back i had the glitter in those shoe boxes back then because uh, it was easier to have up on the table. I would take it out, put it in there, and then uh, two slices of white bread fit perfectly on top. And then I closed it. And I left it uh, for a few hours, and it took the moisture out and of the it, glitter. And the bread was all soggy and stuff? It was, yeah, it was like a little bit puffy, and it had all the glitter stuck on the side. So then I, I had a, a brown paper bag um, 
from Walmart. That's I brought all the so I would throw all the glitter toast in there and uh the one day I do actually think we might have talked about this on another episode when we got new viewers, we'll see. I hear rustling, like a brown paper bag being rustled around. And I look through because there's a door between my kitchen and what used to be my craft room, which at this time would have been the glitter packing room. And uh, I see a very guilty white and black spotted dog come through the door with his head hung low. And I I look over there and there's Loki still with his head because he didn't hear me coming. Reggie was the older dog. He's way smarter. He knew. He's like, there's one of them are coming. I better go. Leave this one to get caught. Oh. And there he is, face full in the bag. Glitter all up here. He's, they're eating the glitter toast. Oh, no. Of course. This was six years ago now. And there's, I mean, Reggie died of old age, but Loki's still as loopy as he was before he ate the darn glitter toast. They ate all the toast in the bag. There was like two loaves in there. I'm like, oh. Wait, you toasted them? No, I just kept. Oh, oh you just found them. Okay, okay. No, I got you. Now, now I realize what I was saying. Back then, I would kept telling my friend it was glitter toast, but it was just one of those things. I got you. It, it is the better name. But it took it out of there, and I was freaking out because I didn't know anything about glitter back then. I feel like we should do a whole episode of Wednesday Craft on that. Like, you know how we did the adhesive comparison? Yeah, things that get moisture out of glitter. Why not? Ooh, here's another one. Who in the world is using all of the glitter? This one's got a chart. This one also says military explosives. 48% say military explosives. Boat paint. I believe that one. Also, boats are the leading consumer of epoxy. That makes a lot of sense, too. Yep. I believe that the last time I talked to someone, which was recent, about boat epoxy, they use a five-to-one mixture. So, like, there's all different kinds of epoxies. You, We use a one-to-one ratio. Uh, Jason actually really prefers a two-to-one ratio, but you can't just take a one-to-one ratio and do two-to-one. You need the, you know, but boats do five-to-one. I'm assuming not all of them, but the ones that I talk to. Funeral homes were on here. Toothpaste. Food. I can't get, I can't believe there's toothpaste. That was a big thing back then, too. Uh, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, whichever one it was, Crestor Colgate, stopped putting it in there. But it was like a thing, I think. I remember when they were, yeah, growing up with that. I just thought it was like, um, you know, I'm so dumb. I thought it was like uh, Listerine. Like, you know, the little Listerine yep. things. I bet you. They probably do. Yeah. Food is on here. While there are a few conspiracies around this one, a standout is sprays on fresh produce used by grocery stores. If true, and we're not saying that it is, this would definitely explain why the mystery buyer wants to remain anonymous. <laughs> I am curious. Money's on here. This one says people are putting their money on the U.S. Treasury and they conspire about how they could potentially use glitter in money. There have been many close-ups of the ink used as people closely examine the fine details of the paper bills. Oh, so people are still speculating. No, guys, it's an absolute truth. Yeah. Glitter's in your money. Money, 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 money. Ready to first. Confirmed. Yeah. The glitter mystery that is captivating the internet. No, I don't think so. Oh, this is the one from GlitterX that they won't tell the journalist where they get their, who's the biggest one of the glitter. 
They do yeah, have a little... I've seen a lot of that. Military. One prominent theory is that the military is buying huge amounts of glitter in use in various top secret ways. One use for this much glitter could be the stealth coating on the military craft such as the F-22 and F-35 fighters. These planes are particularly... These, these planes... <laughs> And particularly, the latter plane is being produced in fairly high quantities in the U.S. military. So it would make sense that they would need a large amount of glitter if they were using it for the paint. Hmm. But would glitter make a good coating for stealth planes? It's certainly possible. Stealth planes need to be coated in radar absorbent material, which is usually a concoction of finely ground metals like glitter. Interesting. The problem with this theory is that it would mean that the quantity of glitter used by the military would have to exceed the quantity used by the automotive industry in order for it to be GlitterX's biggest market. Many people find it hard to believe that more glitter is used on stealth planes than by the automobile industry, and we know <laughs> who we know use a lot of glitter. And then cosmetics and toothpaste are named on here too, but we already know about that one. Interesting. The uh, thing about the identity for explosives is on here, too. Yeah. These are all theories, though, which is yeah. interesting because this article says they were actually at the GlitterX place. Or maybe they just copied the article of someone else that was at the GlitterX place. What I find intriguing is how many of the, because I'm looking for articles, too, about glitter uses, how many articles are just theories. Like people, like how little knowledge there is about the people who actually buy the most glitter. Yeah. And can we be friends? <laughs> right. Exactly. There you go. Mm. I, 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 if I had to guess, I'd say it's Disney. Come on. It's got to be Disney. Or at I least the people that makes Disney's toys. Or the yeah. outfits. Which is, I'm sure Disney, they make their own toys. Or they have some deal with um, one of the big toy manufacturers. They probably own the toy manufacturer right. at this point. Yeah. I mean, you know they supply their own electricity? Yeah. At Disney World. Absolutely. They're the whole... They're like their own country. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're self-governed and everything. Well, they were. and then They're they not anymore, right? Stuff. It's official. Yeah, they lost their status or whatever. But basically, they could make their own laws. They could do, like, whatever. They were their own country inside of Florida. Wild. Basically. Wild. And there's no, um, there's no income tax in Florida. I want to move. It just blows my mind, like... That someone could get paid and then they keep almost the whole check. Exactly. A little bit of social security, maybe a little bit of medical benefits. Right. But uh, when yeah. I see that federal income tax, I'm just like, yeah. someone punched me in the gut, huh? Exactly. I think it's 27% annual year or something like that. Yeah. And then as an employer, I pay more income tax also on every employee. Right. So like we use ADP here and it breaks it down in a very depressing way. And it has the... Uh, what we pay in the middle and then what the employee gets after their taxes are taken from their portion and then what I pay with all everything in. And yeah. I'm just like, mm, there's no money left. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy how many things I've learned since having a um, company. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a letter in the mail, a very scary letter in the mail uh, last week that said, that my right to sell in Texas is possible to get revoked because I didn't pay my taxes in there. And I'm like, no, no, I pay a very, uh, 
a very expensive software to pay all of my sales taxes. So I know that I'm all paid up. So I'm looking through this thing and it says franchise tax. What the f is a franchise tax? Right, right. Why is it so much? Do you have a franchise? So there is, and I, I think it's only like seven or eight states left now that charge a franchise tax. Whether or not you are there in the state, if you do business in that state, you have to pay them a franchise tax, which is basically a tax for being a company. Right, for being a company that's not, that doesn't live there. Or no, no, whether or not you live there or not. That's, Regardless. That's crazy. I thought they just, so they even tax businesses that are there the same way they tax businesses that just sell there. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania was on the list and apparently they just recently dropped off and stopped charging franchise tax because it's forcing people not to start businesses or do business in that state, yeah. which I got news for everyone is not an option for us with Texas. <laughs> it's yeah, just not. I mean, and I, I guess- And they know that. There's a lot of people. I guess states do have to compete for business. Like there are some states that are more anti-business and some that- are great to start. Jersey. I was going to say, New Jersey's not that great. Jersey's <laughs> horrible. And we've actually Googled the list of best and worst states to start a business in, and Jersey's on the worst list. Yeah. There's yeah. so many taxes here. We pay, if I told people the number of that we pay in taxes, it's gross in all kinds of taxes and not, and not even a franchise tax. Like Texas charging that franchise tax is, um, not that bad compared to what we do in Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Although it's I, not nice because that's like. Geez, it really is. I'm like, wait, these other states, you guys don't have to do that? I'm like, oh, okay. Sales tax is quite confusing in every uh, state. I almost said in every country, but in every different state. And now some of my other friends are starting to hit me up and ask me questions about state taxes because Shopify, um, is starting to tell people when they have a nexus in a state. So if you, you only have to charge sales tax in a state if you have a nexus. And each state has a different definition of what it means to have a nexus in their state. Um, some states are, you do over $200,000 in sales a year. Some states are if you have a physical presence. Some states are if you've ever shipped even one thing there. It, it Everything's different state to state. And the amount of money that they charge is different and the amount of taxes that they charge is different, meaning the, the different types of taxes. There's some states that charge four or five different taxes. For having nexus status or just regardless? Like sales tax period. So it's like a state sales tax, county tax, right. uh, local tax. I don't even know all the- Existing tax, like- Yeah, yeah breathing air tax. <laughs> right. You know? Uh, tax tax. Plastic tax, tax tax, yeah. yeah it, it's crazy and it's so hard to keep up. So I've gotten a lot of phone calls in the past, like, I don't know, six months of, of some of my friends freaking out. Like, are they gonna come for my business? Are they gonna come arrest me? Or am I gonna be able to keep shipping there? And I mean, the answer is yes. They're gonna le keep letting you sh to do business in them, but they're not gonna forget. They're gonna keep tallying that up and forget. And what's worse is that you have to stay up on each state too your own. You have to stay up on each state because they're not going to have your back. I've gotten letters from different states. Illinois um, is one of them that I owed them. I want to say it was like almost $12,000 in in state tax, in sales tax. I got news for everyone here. I, I don't even think that I've done eleven, twelve thousand $12,000 worth of sales in that state. So that was wrong. I knew that was wrong. And I'm like, 
who's i'm not paying this who's gonna pay this who's but that's not even the only state that that's happened in so somehow either uh so we use avalara pretty sure either avalara didn't file the sales tax report in the right amount of time that they want because that's another thing that every state does different is how often they want you to file some want you to file monthly some want you to file quarterly and some want you to file yearly and you it's your job to find out and even though we have avalara it's still my responsibility to set the frequency for each state so i often have to go into avalara and check which uh, state is filing in what frequency and make sure that they're correct because Avalara is just a program. They're not the responsible party. Everything still falls on me. So it's like, what's the point of them? I mean, if you have to stay up on all 50 states and their tax code constantly, that's Nuts. Yeah, they at least uh, file it all for me, though. So that's pretty cool because I don't have to worry about filing them, but I do have to worry about making sure they're filing them and that they're filing them correctly. Right. right. Which, I mean, seems to be just as much work. I bet. Especially and then the notices that come through. Some, some states send so many darn notices of nothing. They're just like, like Texas is, is another one. They just have stock and postage at this point. Stop sending me paper forms. They just send me the paper form. Your taxes are due. Here's your paper form. Have you talked to IRS? They're all trying to eliminate all the paper. Save yeah. the trees. Right, right. They Worried about my microplastics. Save the trees. There you go. It's these, uh, all these uh, tax changes costing all this paper. And why can't we just all get together and just make them all the same? Yeah. Sales tax, at least. Just one. Just one tax. Just Make one tax the same across the board. I think the problem is that would have to come from a federal level. And then the whole thing about America is they're supposed to be like independent states that are united. Yep. So they kind of are their own governing bodies. And so I doubt there would be any kind of movement in that direction anytime soon. No way. And even even if there was one way to make this work right for every single state, this person here would want to do it just 2% different because this person told them to do it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Easy. That, I mean, I have married one of those people. <laughs> and I'm not shy about that, sir. You hear me? <laughs> but it, it's true. I mean, I'm like that myself, too. If you tell me how to do something, if I'm not in the mood to hear it, I don't want it. You know, I already know. First of all, you, you ain't got to tell me how to do anything because apparently I know how to do everything. That's that's a fun fact for everyone there you go. that I, you know, like to loosely believe in. <laughs> but it's true. You know, not everyone likes to be told how to do something. So if there's a lot of people in power, they're going to want to do things their own way, even if it's 2% different than you. It's just because it's my idea, not yours. But I guess the thing is, it's like at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's like they're, they're public servants, which means ultimately which we rarely say anymore, but that's their job is yeah. to do what's best for the public. You know, not for them, not for their career, not for their salary. But yeah, you're right. Oftentimes it comes down to petty differences like that. And it's like, uh, and taxpayers with the bill. Yeah, and we're too busy worrying about everything else that we don't even worry about that. I'm just like, yeah, well, I've been paying taxes my whole life. We all pay taxes. We don't all pay taxes. No, we don't, yeah, that's facts.
But if they could just drop income tax here, we've talked all the time about moving uh, the glitter guide to another state, but I mean, to actually move to another state. I'm in the same boat. I've, I've, I've been considering, it's never something I'm not considering. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we've looked up land, we've looked up what it would be. Oh my God, the price of land and warehouses in other states. I'm like, dude, we are, we pay, this would be like, eight times the amount that a Southern state pays just because oh, of yeah. where we are. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so dirt cheap. I've heard relatively. in Texas and Florida and Louisiana and, and all those other states, my friends have told me what they pay for warehouses and I'm like, and what, and, and also like fees, right? Yeah. There's other fees. Or, yeah. No, that's just what. That's just it. Now in Florida, <laughs> they've been so cheap because there can be a sinkhole that opens up, you know? Yeah. But or a hurricane, a hurricane. Yeah. That's true. Tornado. But still, it's like land is so much cheaper. I mean, a million dollar house in Texas versus here is totally different. Yeah. If you ever like just Google that. You don't have to Google it. Instagram keeps freaking telling me what I could get for $249,000 in right. Texas. And I'm like, right. You know, going to Texas, going to Florida for business, for personal life, all that kind of stuff. And they're going to keep doing it. Yeah, they're going to. And like other states just don't care or like they don't want to make money or they don't want, but like, what is the thought process behind this? The thought process that goes behind things like that, like can a state like New Jersey not function without income tax and how come Florida can? What are, because they have to be getting the money from somewhere. I, I think it's just control. I mean, well, think about it this way. Florida has so much entertainment. They've got Miami and Orlando. They've got beaches and the cities and all this kind of stuff. Disney World, like they've got so much. So tourism. lots of tourism. New Jersey doesn't have half of what Florida probably makes in tourism every year. So Florida can let up on their citizens for other stuff. They've got Universal, Orlando, you know, um, um, so many theme parks and stuff. New Jersey doesn't have that. So I feel like they have to squeeze it out of their pocket. But how does the state make money from visits coming through there if they're not collecting things like income tax? Well, they still get taxes on other things. I mean, like sales tax, I guess, right? Yeah, transportation or tourists use any kind of public whatever, you know, there's, there's true tax that goes into the price of stuff you buy at stores and stuff. I true. Sales tax or yeah, not income tax, but sales tax and stuff. Delaware doesn't have sales tax, but they're tiny. Yeah, I always go there when I'm making big purchases. That I and I never understood that. Like growing up, my best friend's mom, she would drive down there. They would drive down there for their cars, for their computers, for Christmas shopping, and I never truly understood it. I was just like, oh yeah, that's where they go for you don't pay taxes down there, and and that's all you don't pay taxes down there is all right. I ever knew. Right. And and I never really thought until I was an adult like what that even meant. I still haven't done that, though, gone to Delaware and oh, bought something. It adds up. It really does. Yes. Especially, like, you know, just maintain all the equipment and stuff. Like Yeah, true. It's, like, always. But you have to go there and get it. You can't have it shipped here. Because no. then you'd pay Jersey taxes. Exactly. It's worth the drive, though. It doesn't take that long. No. What is that, like, three? Less than an hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or, you know. Depends where you go. Exactly. But once you're in the state, it applies. So across the border, go to the As, closest. I was going to say the ones that are right across the border on both sides are probably all oh. you cross the border. There's just like computer stores, yeah. electronics, car Walmart, dealerships. car dealerships. Yeah, man. So I just feel like states should make. I feel like people will naturally gravitate to the places they're most free, most protected. 
like good law, good laws. You know what yeah. I mean? There should be law and order. There should be taxes and stuff. But I feel like New Jersey has had an overtaxing problem for a long time. A uh, property tax. Yeah. That dictated where we lived. I can get, I mean, the house that I live in now is a decent house, but if I wanted that house just a few blocks north, I wouldn't be able to have afforded it by far because of taxes. Nuts. And there's houses that were absolutely in our price range and they were gorgeous. And then you look at them and then, you know, realtor does the calculations. It's like, okay, that'll be a quarter of a million dollars a month. And right. I'm like, I'm not, right. <laughs> but that house doesn't even cost that much. Right, right. Oh, well, you see, you owe $70 million in taxes. Yeah, taxes, exactly. Like, woo! Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's, it's gotta get, like, eventually people will wise up and they will just move to better states. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now with social, lucky for us with social media, like, people are complaining mm -hmm. and they are complaining loud and they are using great videos and they are using all kinds of fun things to grab your attention and let you guys know, like, hey, like, yeah. you're getting the shitty under that stick. Yeah, it's what you could be living in and i guess the thing is because it's like the u.s and and i don't know like if there's anybody watching like who's not in the u.s Ooh. i feel like there's a not a stigma but there's like this perception that all of america is the same you know what i mean because we're the united states they think life is the same everywhere but no like there are states where it's really nothing like no we are the divided states of america and I didn't come up with that. That is a that was a nice little comment that I heard on Twisted Metal last night. Twisted. Really? Oh, yeah. Have you watched that yet? No, I haven't. Oh, it's We're so good. It so good. Everyone watch Twisted Metal on Peacock so we can get a season two, guys. It's I nostalgic. Right? Peacock. I never played the video game. Oh, oh, you just enjoy it as a as a. Oh player. yeah, it was great. It, it, and you can't even tell that it's based on a video game. Wow, really? Oh, yeah. I'm like, I am so sad. I made at one point the other night, I made Jason stop and see how many episodes were left because I knew I was going to be highly disappointed. I need to set myself up for it. Like, how, and I had five episodes left. I'm like, whoa, oh, they how gave us 10, 10. Okay, nice. Yeah. They're getting shorter on seasons too. Like in general, like shows are like five oh, yeah. seven episodes. Well, Netflix is ruining it for us because they're coming out with them mini seasons. They're like, well, I'll, I'll give you two and a half episodes today. And then in four months, I'll give you five more episodes. And you better hope nothing happens between now and then that we can't film them because uh, you won't get them. We'll just leave you on a cliffhanger, which they did do for the pandemic. They did. Thank you and very much, Netflix. Again with the uh, strike. So, yeah, you're right. After strike, like. There's going to be a delay, a shortage, and all that stuff. Netflix is going to, like, hold all their seasons and then drip release them because they won't have stuff. Yep. Know? And if you guys are watching Big Brother, we just started last night. So uh, stay tuned for that, which also started super late because of the strike, too, because they're usually early in the summer. Mm -hmm. And they needed to start later because uh, CBS thought that the strike would go on longer, which it is, and they wouldn't have any fall content. And Big Brother's aired three nights a week. You're not going to let that up. No, that's three nights a week. They don't have to worry about content. Yeah, that's true. Lucky. All right. Well, guys, I could sit here and talk to you guys about Twisted Metal, Big Brother, and taxes literally all day. But Jason did have a point. I do have a ton of things to do. Probably. I'm going to throw a little shade more than some people in this warehouse. And I like to say that I handle it pretty well. But... <laughs> 
I hope that I see you guys all at the expo. Anyone watching, if you guys are going, drop some comments. Even if you're not going, drop us some comments. I think it's gonna be a really great time. This episode will air right before uh, the expo. And then I guess the next few episodes are probably gonna be a little expo oriented and I'm really excited for that. See you guys later, I guess. Uh, get back to work, sir. The kettle and never bring the kettle to the pot. Now, pour the tea.